With us today is Paul Stein. He is the chairman of SMR. And we'll find out what SMR is at Rolls-Royce. And everybody knows the Rolls-Royce name. He joined Rolls-Royce in 2010 as a chief scientific officer. And now he is running the SMR division. Paul, welcome to America. Welcome to New York. What is SMR? Well, first of all, John, I just say it's great to be here in the WABC studios here in New York. And uh, I'd love to explain to you what an SMR is. So an SMR is a small modular reactor. And basically, it's a small nuclear power station, which we need in quantity to help decarbonize the world. It's modular because all the parts of the power station are individually made in a factory and the whole power station is bolted together on site. And that dramatically reduces the cost of nuclear power. Now, uh, we talked about it before during our lunch, and uh, this could come to America uh, in the near future, maybe in the next uh, seven years, and it could transform uh, one of the energies used in America to decarbonize over the next 20, 30 years. Is that correct? Absolutely. Uh, We're working really hard in the UK, where I come from, uh, to build up a practical small modular reactor solution with the UK government. And we're now looking to export that technology around the world. And of course, the United States is one of the biggest markets in the world for low carbon energy. We're really hoping to build up quite a big activity here in the States with time. Uh, and to contribute to a significant decarbonization of the energy grid and other industries here in the U.S. Now, this technology came many, many years ago. Uh, Tell us about the technology and how it's used in the last uh, 50 years. Well, nuclear power uh, really was invented in the 1950s uh, from great companies here in the U.S., like Westinghouse and also in the U.K. by government organizations. Initially, actually, nuclear energy was used to power submarines, uh, and the birth of nuclear energy can be traced back to uh, the uh, U.S. submarine fleet. But very rapidly, power stations were developed for civilian applications. And we've kept to some pretty conservative designs since the 1950s. And the world has around about 300 nuclear power stations now operating. And most of them date all their technology back to that era. Understood. And uh, so we're talking about the new source for the 21st century, uh, where, you know, it will be a combination of all technologies, and uh, uh, I mean, I'm sure there are going to be some fossil fuels left. I'm sure there are going to uh, be some wind, uh, wind energy and some solar energy. Well, how do you view, if we can push the button and view uh, the year 2040 or 2050, how do you view things? Well, uh, we've got to crack on with decarbonizing the atmosphere, and that really involves weaning ourselves off of fossil fuels, coal, gas, and oil. And we use an awful lot of coal, gas and oil around the world right now. In fact, the global market for coal, gas and oil right now is $4 trillion. So it's a massive undertaking to decarbonize the whole energy system of the planet. So right now, uh, wind and solar are dominating decarbonization with hydro, if you can get it, particularly up in Canada. Um, But wind and solar uh, uh, have their limitations, and they have their limitations because sometimes the wind doesn't blow uh, and the sun doesn't shine. We do need wind and solar. I'm not knocking those at all because they're technologies that we have now and we need to deploy them at scale. 
And in the US, uh, we've done a great deal of wind energy. In fact, uh, the US has got quite a high fraction of its energy input coming from wind. However, when the wind doesn't blow, the costs of energy storage are pretty high. And that's really where nuclear power has to take over. Nuclear power provides a baseload of energy. That means it runs all of the time. And um, right now, uh, most of the nuclear power stations in the US are large nuclear power stations, which have been traditionally quite expensive. What SMR technology does is it reduces the cost of nuclear power down to something like the cost of wind, but it blows continuously. Understood. And um, how do you see it? When, when do you think? Uh, you, do you have any experimental uh, ones in the United States now or thinking of them? Or, or I understand you might be building one in Great Britain. So, um, you know, the um, maturity of the technology, and this might surprise people, is that we don't actually build prototypes anymore uh, for these nuclear power stations. We produce a digital twin. So that means a simulation of a power station that runs in a computer. And that's now so close to the operation of the final power station that the regulator is happy. That's the, um, the bodies, the government bodies that have to approve these power stations. They're happy to acknowledge the digital twin is a good representation. We're hoping to get the first power on grid in, in the early 2030s, and that really aligns not just with the Rolls-Royce solution, but with some worthy competition here in the U.S. When, um, so the early 2030s, we could have a system uh, running a, a, a small city or a city uh, with uh, an SMR. Yes, um, it doesn't quite work that way because uh, the U.S. has a grid uh, connecting all of the energy sources together in the U.S., and so SMR will start replacing coal-fired and gas-fired stations on the grid in the early 2030s. But SMRs have got some other tricks up their sleeve, which are quite interesting. You can couple an SMR to a big data center. And modern data centers that are being put into place by the big tech companies are now so big uh, that they need this, uh, a separate nuclear power station to run them of about the size of an SMR. And also large chemical plants that might produce hydrogen or synthetic fuels to power our cars uh, and our trucks and our aeroplanes can also be produced by SMRs. So there's many applications for them, not just um, decarbonizing electricity. Understood. Well, I want to thank you for stopping into WABC uh, today. And, and is there anything else you want to tell the American people? Well, um, I just want to say uh, thank you for the Inflation Reduction Act, American, uh, American government and American people, because we just need to crack on with de decarbonization. And that really represents a brave move by the American government to help do this. Well, Paul Stein, I understand you've also uh, been awarded uh, uh, in uh, Great Britain the Commander uh, of the Order of, of the British Empire. That must be a... A highlight in your career. It, absolutely. It was an incredibly proud moment. Uh, in fact, our late Queen, Queen Elizabeth, one of the last things she signed uh, was what's called the Grant Order for my CV. I'm very, very, very proud of that. Well, thank you. And I look forward to continuous discussions on, on how we energize America and keep America going and keep the world going and uh, decarbonize over the next X amount of years. And with your help, I'll definitely do that, John. Thank you. God bless.